This is the Scamp Life Podcast, a weekly show for summer camp professionals. Hosted by Kurt Jackson, Chris Callow, and Kelly Cook. Now it's time for another entertaining episode exploring the fantastical world of summer camp. Welcome to Scamp Life Podcast! This is Chris, and we also have with us Kurt and Kelly. This episode is all about new ideas for next year, next summer, and which we're all currently doing registrations for right now, probably. So it's this year. (laughs) It's really what it is. New ideas for now. Now. Let's go. Let's do this. We're in it again. (laughs) I have a ton. I, you do I have a ton, ton. why don't you here's, here's my reason you can though start that yeah. it's all you chris my reason for having a ton is because a lot of these are still ideas from the past couple years that i haven't got to implement yet thanks to covid so i took some of it out but or changed some things up you want me to do, do what you have the budget for it though oh, that's no. the thing <laughs> money that's not so is important. this like if budget were an unlimited idea this says new ideas not new things i'm adding this next summer <laughs> <laughs> just ideas that's fair well then if we're going that route i mean uh so one of my and i think we've talked about a couple times on here is this ninja course i want to get this ninja course done we have a low ropes elements kind of like a an initiative course right now and it's not no one likes it and it's not enjoyable and so i really want to change it up to be a ninja course and so that is they don't like it because it's such a hike it's going all the way down the the hill then they have to come all the way up the hill very it's not, we used to market it as team building. It's not team building because it's one person gets to do something while everyone else cheers you on or um, I can't think what it's called right now where you you get ready to catch them just in case they uh, a spotter. fall. Spotter, spotter, yeah. I'm like, that's stupid. So I I have- Spotting fact, is stupid. Yeah. Spotting is most, not In fact, stupid. I've taken out most of them or the past several years that are that way, that it's just a one and done, one person gets to do it at a time. Yeah. And we've only really left in the multiple people going at the same time ones, but I, I want to change it up. I want, I want a ninja course. And I'm going to get ninja course is eventually. one person at a time too. But it's no, it's not, you go out there. You, this is going to be like a ninja course where it's open. You can do it whenever your, your fan, your group can go out there. You don't have to sit there and spot or watch it. So a jungle gym. Yeah. It's very jungle Jimmy open. Okay. Obstacle. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I saw it at another parkour and I loved it and I want to steal it. Um, No, uh, second one for me is a camper only escape room. And Kurt and I have talked about this a little bit. So my current escape room that I have. Who's it for? Campers only. not for the campers. It's called a camper only. No, No, the current one is for people to come in and rent in the off season, like families and stuff. So right now, the current escape room I have. What do you use with it for the other three months of the year? Well, three months is worthless. People can come in and rent it and pay me money to do it. But right now, if anyone comes in the fall to do it and they've already been a camper, they know everything about it. It's not, it's not fun. So okay. I want a, I, this, hey, this is one we only do with campers. And then if you want, we have another one. So in the fall, when you come back for a retreat or a group or whatever, you don't have that one kid that goes, oh, I know how everything is done because I did this this summer. So for like a normal camp, the big idea really would be to, make a escape room that they can, can rent yeah have families yep. come in and do that's different than so the campers gotcha. don't already know it yeah yeah so, gotcha yeah. gotcha gotcha 
All right. You and your escape rooms. Plus, I just want to build an escape room. It was fun. I want a new one already. For me, uh, a big thing we noticed this past year is we only have canoes and we didn't have the staff for the, where the younger kids could really row and get around and paddle and enjoy the canoes. So we are very much looking into getting corkles, which yes, I know was very big a few years ago. Uh, And the camps that I know who have bought them are still using them and they are still very popular, Mm -hmm. but they are also something fun where you don't have to like go anywhere in them. I mean, even just spinning yourself around and around and around in them is fun. So I feel like we start our camp at age four. And so for our younger kids, it is something that they can enjoy whereas a canoe they can't get around in and it's stay out of the water where the leeches are i don't have leeches oh good okay that you know of i have i have carp (laughs) and i have bass and i have turtles but no leeches hey that's cool my next idea came from a vacation that carrie and i went on we went up to wisconsin dells and they had this root beer place and they had flights of root beer and you could try all these different kinds of root beer and it was so cool i'm like this is all and then you go oh, this one's my favorite blah 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 and so we looked into and i just haven't figured it all out yet, but a when we build get our new canteen done and what that looks like we thought about doing getting a soda stream soda maker or whatever and then having all these different hey you can get you know, these fun flavors, you could do all five flavors. You can get the cotton candy and the fruit, whatever, the weird soda flavors that they could, the kids could all try and get a whole thing of soda. Something. You know, it'd go great with sodas. Lil Orbit Donuts. I know. (laughs) That's I get something that is. So that's my big idea is get something that is different, that uh, is new and uh-huh. unique. If you don't have like a cotton candy maker, get yep. get one. Chris and I went to a expo and we uh-huh. tried the, uh, we went to the little Orbitz vendor. And we didn't, just- we didn't go to them. We walked by and could smell the amazingness so of them. <laughs> and there was little no mini donuts stopping. Are these these mini donuts that oh I keep goodness, hearing about they were and so for good. months my and forever? That so I still good. don't actually know, Kurt, if they were that good or if we were just that hungry. We were hungry. We hadn't eaten. <laughs> could be part of it. We were. But yeah, they but were amazing. Yes. No, I've had them before at other places, and no. they are really good. And, so, are you uh, sending me some mini donuts? Is that well, what I'm hearing? I kept trying maker. to get Chris to buy the machine and it was only what two, they weren't really that bad it was only like two thousand. it was not that bad <laughs> you'd make that money back in a oh, yeah. season for sure yeah but yeah i mean i didn't it, have two thousand to spend on it but for, right um, that's the that's the what issue. it could have been i didn't feel like that was that bad so yeah get uh get something different uh for your yep. for your canteen your snack shop what what have you uh so mine uh, group dynamics i'll do one here and there, because I have a few this summer that we are changing. So we previously did not have a true kind of leadership and downward uh, organizational chart, if you want to call it that, for our seasonal staff. We had an org chart. It just wasn't very structured. Uh, So we are changing our staffing dynamic so that we, similar, so we're day camp, as I don't know if you are first time listening or not, I run a day camp. And we are going to change the dynamic to run similarly to that of resident camping 
structure where you have like a lead staff over a village, we are going to have a lead staff member over an age group of kids. And I will get to the age groups here in a little bit. But uh, yes, we are changing our staffing structure so that there is a lead counselor over an age group and has multiple staff that report to them uh, as a day camp. So we're going to structure it like overnight camp. If you can offer, or if you have the, the budget to do that and have a unit leader, that's always best. Oh, it's going to, I think it's yeah. going to make a world of difference. Uh, our biggest struggle this year, and part of that was staffing, and we could have had floaters if we had more staff, but not having a floater for a lot of our counselors so that either they could go to the bathroom or take kids to the bathroom or bring them water bottles when kids forgot them. Just those little things that kind of disrupt the flow of the day or where you have to kind of disrupt an activity you're in Mm -hmm. or things like that. I think by having a leadership staff member who is dedicated to just this age group of kids Mm -hmm. or that age group of kids so that you know exactly who you are calling and then when it comes time to do um, end of week surveys, midsummer evaluations exactly. for staff, uh, being day camp and providing transportation, we don't have a chance to really do staff meetings. We haven't found a good spot to do that. Yeah. So by having those leadership staff, I can meet with the leadership staff in the mornings or at the end of the day before they get on, because I'm not asking for all of the staff to come together. And then it's their responsibility to get that information to their counselors. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I was a uh, unit uh, unit leader for a YMCA camp and I, my group was just the middle school. Like mm-hmm. I was those 10 or 20 or it's two per. So those 20 counselors were under me and yeah, yeah. It makes a huge difference. It's a huge difference. Yeah. So we're Good. Gonna, I'm glad you did that. I'm glad yeah. We're going to change that. that structure. Nice. I'll let you know how it goes next year. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, next couple I have, um, one of the things we are working on and we have been working on is our canteen, getting a new canteen at camp. And we're adding a lot of different stuff with that. As Kurt said, you know, we have our cotton candy maker, we have a slushy machine, we have the snow cone. Um, one of the things we are looking at though, is possibly adding some kind of coffee bar to that. Uh, not for the campers, obviously that's a horrible idea. Uh, but for the staff, um, one of the things that they, I mean, in 2019 they loved going to duncan we don't have a duncan far from us they would go there uh this year we didn't let them leave to go to duncan they they had to stay on property and so that was kind of part of the like oh, it'd be nice if we had some kind of coffee here for them that tasted good that wasn't you know your camp coffee you got to add tons of milk and sugar too to taste good wait so, so you would have them in this canteen so they would have coffee and the kids would watch them like some kids get coffee at home yeah no kids are not getting coffee i the mean i handed high... out ice cream to my staff this year in front of the campers and yeah. it was really just staff. Yeah. the oh senior my. high could have coffee the kids could get the the slushies they could get a smoothie they can get you know a fruit something but they're not going to get they're not getting an espresso or a latte no no no. but if you had that in like the staff lounge or something as opposed to in the canteen yeah no, no, because no. it's not free. It's gonna cost. I mean, they gotta pay for it. <laughs> kind of. I mean, if it enough. was free, it'd be the bland camp Fair coffee. Yeah, but which we have now. It's in the kitchen <laughs> right. that they get to go and get in front of the coffee, campers you too. Pay for. 
but <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so look at that. And then um, another new thing, and I'm going to do a lot more of this, and Kurt's going to love this. I learned this on TikTok. Oh, but, see? Oh, really? <laughs> I, had something, I had something to bring up during Red Flags, too, and I kept my mouth shut. I didn't tell you about the TikToks. So uh, but I actually shared this with Kurt the other day. It's called panzoid.com. And you can go into panzoid.com and you can't do it on your phone. You have to do it on a computer <laughs> and Kelly. you can pick, there's all these like intro video kind of things that people have already made. You can click on one. You think that looks good. Cause you can't actually watch a preview of it. It's the only thing I don't like about, I wish they had a preview, but you're like, Oh, that looks interesting. I like the colors or whatever you click on it. And there's off to the left, there's this little cube shape and that stands for objects. So when you click on that, a little menu will pull up with all the objects that are in this video and you change out the text and you can change it to say, you know, camp good news. So change all the text to say camp good news. And then when you download that, it makes this cool little intro video someone else has made and it's got, you know, camp good news in there. So you got all these cool 3d effects. Um, I just downloaded one that looked like, is it 20th century Fox with the spotlights uh -huh. that go around and then... for all those videos you make Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> you, don't, you don't make any you don't have any weekend video like end of the week videos or anything for your camp oh that's depressing well then don't even look it up it's not gonna be worth it for you are you gonna pay for a marketing person for me because i that's, don't have you know a budget what? for one that's in some camps that's what the director does uh, yeah well you know <laughs> i tried this year but we you didn't have panzoid yeah <laughs> so we'll I'm add that. Trying in. to take pictures. No, no. <laughs> I'm not getting into that. Let's... All right. So is that your? Those are your. Those two, are my yeah. two. All right. You know what? I'm just going to go to pictures right now. Let's do it. <laughs> and uh, since you brought it up, my big idea is to either get rid of pictures because it's such a huge hassle, or make sure parents. Like your expectations are clear. Listen, mm -hmm. you're not going to get photos every day. Your kids might not be smiling because they're engaged in an activity or, or they don't even realize you're taking a picture. They don't, right. You're, you know, it, it's, it's the first day. There's not going to be any pictures in the first day because we are busy trying to make sure that they are having the time of their lives. Yeah. And it's the first day. You're also so, not going to get a photo of every your child doing every single every, activity. Yes. Nope. I think so. My big idea is to make sure, however it is, that your parents are clear on the photo expectations <laughs> because it seems like most camps have an issue with parents mm -hmm. and photos. And it's not, we're so stressed, uh, stretched thin with staff, getting staff, mm -hmm. yet we had to hire a, a photographer. Yep or a staff person who is a media person just to do this stuff. And still we just the parents agree are like, as an organization hey, to get rid of it. Just can we all, all of us camps, can we all just, hey, pinky swear, we're not doing photos this year. <laughs> or just, you'll, you'll get photos at the end of the week or something. That's what we did this year. We yeah. did not give out the photo information until the end of the week. And I included it. So at the end of week email, it had the link to the survey for the parents and it had a link to the photos and how to get those. And a reminder of, hey, pick up your lost and found. Um, but what the parents say. What they think about? I that. only had the entire summer because we are day camp, 
I only had, and we also have primarily new kids. So I didn't know, I don't think they knew about photos as much. Uh, but I only had a couple parents ask me early in the week or midweek if there was going to be photos. And when I said, hey, we upload them on the weekend after camp is over, you'll get all the information. You're, no, they're fine with it. They were fine with it. They yeah. were absolutely Did you get only- any weekend phone calls though of, I didn't see my kid in any of the I got pictures. a couple. I did get a couple. Um, but we really struggled to get pictures just in general this year. But I also, then every week too, I would pick like six and I'd put them on our Facebook page of just like highlights of the week. But yeah, I, this was the first year I didn't get a ton of calls, but I'm also a day camp, uh, resident camp though. I definitely was always inundated with picture emails and phone calls and everything like that. Uh, my next two. Hey, you we, skipped me. Oh, I didn't know. Uh, there was Kelly? a pause. Last you time there was a pause. I got yelled at. I wasn't going fast me. enough. <laughs> Dare you. Gosh. <laughs> so I'm still going to talk about group dynamics, but on a camper side of things. So prior to me starting here, we had five groups, five named groups. Uh, so Bambi's Pioneers, Voyagers, Rangers, and Buckskins. Those were the group names. Uh, but then as we added kids, it was Voyager 1, Voyager 2, mm. Voyager 3, Voyager 4, Voyager 5, and that mm. just became too much. So we are, and also too, we did a 1 to 10 ratio for the older kids, so we just kept with direct ACA uh, ratios, being day camp, so one counselor per however many kids for that age group. We are changing it. So first of all, we have given a name to all of the groups, including the additional ones. So uh, it's not going to be one, two, three, four, five anymore. They will all have names so we can differentiate them. We have grouped them into camps. So our kindergarten, pre-K through uh, first graders are all going to be part of kinder camp and then broken out into groups. Then we have our next level of junior adventure broken out into groups, adventure broken out into groups and teen camp broken out into groups. Um, and then those leadership staff will be over everyone, but uh, two counselors to double the number of kids. It will be larger groups of kids, but you'll have two staff, which will help out tremendously. Yeah. Uh, so those those dynamics, I think, will help as well. So not only will each group, yes, there'll be larger groups, but you'll have two staff members and you now have that leadership staff member to also float in and help out. And I like that you have uh, fun names for each of the group as opposed to mm-hmm. 1A, like first graders, 1A, 1B, 2A, 2B, 2C, yep. 3, uh, camps that do yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Please don't, please make it fun. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Fun. That's fun. Okay, Chris. Now you can go. It's your turn now. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My next two, uh, another one we saw while on vacation, thought was a neat idea up in Wisconsin Dells. They had a couple places actually. This is paintball target shooting. And so they would put up, so instead of a whole paintball arena and shooting at each other, which we kind of already have something like that with our archery dodge, this would be a little bit different, but it was a whole, like a normal target shooting place you would do with like, guns i guess and in like a police academy or something like that but it was paintball and so the kids got a paintball gun and then something to shoot at whether it was like the one i saw had like different sports teams so you shoot at the sports team you didn't like you know or something like that and i'm like that would be kind of cool and fun without having to build a whole program area and do the whole paintball and and then with the smaller kids that's a pain it hurts and, and different things like that so uh 
going along with that is uh, while Kurt and I were at this conference and eating away our mini donuts, we saw this really cool thing that shot Orbeez. And so very similar to a paintball marker, but it shot little Orbeez instead. And it was cool. And I have started seeing what are those. Orbeez? The little uh, water marbles that they... The water beads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Orbeez I didn't know they had a I, name. Yeah. I don't know which came first, but yeah, little water beads. And so, and they're okay. very cool, but I've started seeing those at different places. Walmart actually sells them now, the little markers, as well as I just saw, we have a Shields, which is like a sports place up here that sells them and then sells things to shoot with them, which was kind of cool. So are you going to get them? Uh, probably. I, we're going to look at, I mean, I can't buy anything right now until I do my budget for next year. The, the paintball is going to be a little more pricey just because of the CO2 yep. cartridges and stuff where I need to look the, I don't think the, the little Orby shooters had no. that. No, no, no. I, I think, think they were just battery. Like you had to recharge so. them. Yeah. yeah. But I got to look and see. All right. My next one is if you're not doing, I'm, I'm going to say color games to stay away from color war, do it. You can do, do it. it at day. I've done it at day camp. I've done it at overnight camp. Color games are a lot of fun, and the kids and staff always get into mm-hmm. them. Uh, I, if you need ideas, I have an ebook on patchwork, or you can just reach out to other camps that are doing it or Google it. If you're not doing color games, do it. All right, Kelly. So mine, I'm going to switch gears now and go into kind of training. Woo! <laughs> um, <laughs> so a big thing we we realized with running in 2021 is mental health uh, for staff. I knew it was a big topic going into summer this year. Uh, and so we talked about it briefly in our staff training. However, we are going to do a, a bigger training on it as a way of talking about either what to do if you are in crisis and who you can talk to or whatnot, but also providing resources right up front uh, for our staff. So they know right off the bat, if they can't come talk to someone on staff, that they can just use those resources and be giving them straight off the bat, but also to finding ways that staff can talk to you as a director if they need to say take time off for their own mental health if they are in crisis or whatever and they already have a support system or a therapist or their own kind of support already so both ends of it someone who is experiencing it for the first time and not understanding it and needing just resources in general but also those who already deal with mental health and have the resources at home, but knowing how they can let their director know or a staff person know, hey, I, I, I need time to go handle it. So what, what are the resources that you're talking about? Um, either hotlines or uh, office numbers, like if they want to get into therapy, if they just need someone they can call to talk through something, gotcha. just things that are local to our area, which I even need to do resource or research in because I don't know all of them. We also want to combine the mental health training with also just a conversation about your own physical health too, with, with the heat and everything else that goes on at camp. So combine them because they kind of 
play with each other too throughout the summer you know your mental health takes a toll on your physical and vice versa so <laughs> doing a whole training on that um, more in depth than we just did this year this year was just a, a conversation about it and was primarily geared towards campers and not necessarily our staff yeah gotcha good cool. good good uh, one thing is we're looking at some new staffing kind of things too. And I would like something similar to a gap year program. Uh, we do not have all of the resources to run a gap year. I can't do the classes or things like that, but I essentially offering a place to stay, I guess, for some of the college kids where they could stay at camp, help us out with retreats and things like that while also, you know, attending. So it wouldn't, uh, wouldn't really cost them a lot or very little to stay here, but they would pay for that, pay kind of their rent in working here for retreats and things like that, while they can also attend school and things like that. We noticed a lot of our college uh, staff didn't want to be living at home anymore, or they were like, oh, we're going to go get an apartment. And it's like, oh, you're wasting a ton of money on getting an apartment, you know, and how can we do something different? So we're kind of looking at something like that, how we could offer some of our if we have facilities that they could stay in in the off season and still get kind of some work out of them and use. You should talk to Philip Drake. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, and that's what, I mean, he, when we talked with him last, whenever we were looking at escape room, that got me started on kind of like, Oh, that's interesting. All right. Uh, my last one is if you're not doing a barbecue or something at the end of the week, do a barbecue. I was a, told by a director that the there are two main times that kids are remember the first day and like mm -hmm. that first experience and the very last part of mm -hmm. the last day or whatever and everything in in the middle they'll remember certain things but those are the two times where you just like grab their attention and also leave them with something awesome and i think that last day uh having a barbecue or a pizza party or something like that that is just out of the norm, especially if it's a day camp and they're bringing their lunches all week. Um, if it's a overnight camp, you're cooking food anyways, but change it up, you know, take it outside and do something that is memorable and that they'll remark on. It's remarkable. And, and I think a barbecue kind of fits into that category. So just do something different on that last day when it comes to lunch. I, I agree with that. We did picnics this year and they loved it. It was a yeah. big hit. So and that made it easy for you to clean up. Was, yeah. I mean, it was, it was really for our own benefit. It was not, <laughs> but they, the kids loved it. Sweet. So my last one, um, we previous to COVID year, they ran, uh, parent days or family days during the camp day. So we are switching it up. We are still working on the logistics of it all. However, we are going to do either a parent's evening or like run it on a Saturday. I'm leaning more towards an evening just because then it doesn't take away from the staff's time off during the, on a weekend, running them probably every other week. So if you are a week one and week two camper, you can come to the one on week two with your family. Parents can show up at 345, which is about the time we start winding down our day. When they sign in to be at camp for parents night, they are also signing their child out at that point. So they now take responsibility for their kid mm -hmm. and are 
counselors become more of like program staff. And then we would do a barbecue of sorts and do dinner and parents can just take their kid around camp. They get to see all of camp. They get to participate in activities and things of that nature. Um, and then run it for like three hours. So from like three forty-five, four o'clock till probably seven. And then everybody goes home. Nice. I like that. Uh, my last two uh, that we're looking at, one of them um, is putting just more seating around here at camp. We noticed a lot more, I think socializing this year was a big thing. And we just see people kind of sitting everywhere on the grass, on the ground. Um, and so we want to get a few more benches and some chairs and just some little spots in the shade, you know, nice spots to just sit and kind of chat and have those little conversations um, as well. And this is the only name I can come up with for it. I have not, I don't even know what to start searching, but I want to create some kind of sacred area or special area, or um, I know I was just watching on Netflix, the a week away camp show and they had like a sacred area or something in there where the girl would go because it was a quiet and and just like a special area to her what show is this a week away on netflix it's, it's a new movie it was fil filmed at widgie wagon yeah oh it's I, I mean there's so many it's, things you're like yeah that would never happen at a camp uh -huh. but <laughs> it's a musical heads up yes. it's a musical it is mm -hmm. not just a normal camp movie yep. it is a musical oh, which i was not you know prepared for when I watched live. it. Yeah, thank you for telling me that. But we should do a musical podcast episode. Oh my goodness, no. No. <laughs> I can't sing. Nope. Mm -mm. <laughs> Not singing. Nope. And then I want you to do a barbecue. <laughs> Barbecue, no. barbecue. <laughs> See? How amazing would that be? <laughs> uh, I love it. I love anyway, it. Anyway, so this sacred space, we have a spot kind of down by our creek that I could easily clear out and just have some chairs and some places that, where it's kind of a, a, just a place to go to like, I don't, I don't, cause I don't want to say relax, but like just to get away from kind of the craziness. Um, I notice I, I do this at camp. There's a couple places I will go and just sit like, okay, I just need a, a spot to kind of calm down. And, um, and that was one of the things that I don't know how, I mean, we wouldn't probably tell our younger campers, Hey, here's a place in the middle of the woods that you can go and, kind of get away but i i think a lot of our older campers especially our staff could just hey there's here's a sacred spot a spot that you can just go and pray or sit or meditate or whatever and just kind of but do you have do you have times in the day that would be I mean, like they all the have breaks they have several breaks during the day that they could go and do that and they can go like anywhere on camp kind of thing staff wise yes uh camper wise Staff, you said I mean, older campers yeah well we have we especially the, the teen week there's tons of free times during the day where they can go do this they can you know they can go take a nap they can go eat at the canteen and so you know if they wanted to just go and like just sit and just refocus okay but but looking at kind of a sick i mean that tying in with some of the mental health and some of the things that was a loss that we'd, we would tell people like just go for a hike take a hike for a little bit and just Kind of clear your head get out of your your mindset for a what's bit. that game you have the the bull ring is that what you call it mm -hmm. yeah that i just zone out on i know i, I love good. that i want to get a few too yeah oh my goodness there were times when i would just go out there and just just oh, start doing them mm -hmm. i really enjoyed that all right well again thank you for listening we are excited that we're excited we're a part of this and we're definitely excited that you are a part of this and from around the campfire this is chris this is kurt and kelly thanks for listening see ya